everyone. This is Brooklyn and today we have high school English teacher Mrs. Curbs with us. Fun fact, Mrs. Curbs was my high school English teacher and the teacher who inspired me to become a teacher. So without her, this podcast wouldn't even be happening. So today we will be discussing the use of technology in the classroom to help future educators like myself. So to start off, just out of curiosity, how often do you integrate technology in your classroom? Well, first off, thank you for having me, Brooklyn. I'm excited to see you again. Um, I would say that I, I integrate technology daily, um, multiple forms of technology. I think especially as we were online during the pandemic, as a teacher myself, as is, is much technology as I could get my hands on, to engage the kids. I think they're used to being engaged by technology constantly. And so I think that while previously we would have thought that consistency in the classroom was key and that kids wanted the predictability of knowing when they came in what to do first, second, and third. And I think as we moved into the times of teaching with them at home, we had to compete with their TikTok videos and their YouTube streaming and Netflix viewing. And the only way to do that was to find uh, technology tools that could compete with that because me and a tiny little screen talking at them was definitely not going to do it. Yes, I, I would definitely agree with that as someone who uses all those and was not engaged in my <laughs> online classrooms. So, so I would understand. So what technological tools have you used and would you recommend? I think as a tool, one of my favorites is Nearpod. I love Nearpod because it works for my students who are still online at home. It allows me to drive their pace, control their screen. It also allows me to integrate activities in. So I can integrate videos. I can um, set up little competitions. Uh, there's a time decline game, which is a great way to review. And it allows me to build in checks for understanding. So I'm not just teaching blindly. I constantly know if they're getting what I'm talking about or if I need to stop and add something in. Nearpod also added in with their newest update the ability to add slides on the fly, which I loved because if a student or a class wasn't getting something, it was really quick to throw in another example. I also like to use it even with my in-person kids. I think that having a teacher talk at you while displaying a PowerPoint on the screen is not engaging. Unless you're the kind of teacher who can stand on a desk and deliver a soliloquy, you're probably not gonna maintain their attention for longer than about 15 minutes. So Nearpod has been a great technology tool that I think is gonna be a constant for me, whether we are online or in person. Next is how do you see your own students engaging with those tools? And I think you kind of covered that, but if you have anything else to add. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean, if I want to talk about Nearpod, like specifically, I love that um, the the different activities that they build in. So um, they have like short answer and things pop up as like sticky notes. So I can get a poll question asked for the whole class and get a percentage of A, B, C, or D, or I can do short answer or they can do a quick little like partner share where all that stuff is being displayed on the board. So we're not just stuck learning from the teacher, but they are able to engage with each other at the same time. And it also helps them to learn how to respond 
to people in a tech world um, responsibly and um, I, I don't know to not sound I don't know how to say that like I don't want them to sound stupid when they're online like we get judged constantly for our responses in a digital world and our students go out into that world and then somehow that seems to trickle back down so i read social media and i'm like oh i hope that's not one of my students put <laughs> like, oh, a period at the end of that you know and they get so used to all of the slang and shortcuts and so it's good to take these tech tools and teach them that they can use them in ways that i don't know are more for than more than just for cat videos yeah they i would agree i mean um, literacy with social media is a big thing and something that we've been talking about recently is teaching digital citizenship. So I think that is extremely important and how they're going to be portraying themselves online and it's good practice. How does technology in your classroom enhance your content? Well, one of my new things that I started this year was, I think it's like a battle against the cell phones. So some teachers are really against, put them away, don't use them. I've never really been that teacher. And so this year I decided I was just gonna embrace it and not fight it. So rather than having students take notes on slides, I have had them pull out their cell phones, take a picture of this slide. Um, I've had them then use those pictures to build uh, different kinds of presentations where they are then reteaching that material back to me. So they've put together slideshows. So having them look at a piece of tech that they hold in their hands all the time and seeing it as an educational tool rather than a, I guess a distraction. Um, teachers see it as a distraction and I just want them to see it as a tool and not such a negative. So we, uh, we built TikToks uh, with our notes <laughs> and um, like I said, they, they've turned them into different things. They had to learn how to post from their phones into Microsoft Teams um, and create test questions using my slides. So I taught them a snipping tool that they could use right from their, or right from their cell phone, um, from their gallery. And then we created folders inside their gallery so that they could easily thumb through their notes as a way to study. So I think that's probably one of my I don't know, I guess my favorite things that I did this year that I think was really successful with the group of students that I have. Yeah, I really liked that idea. I'm gonna have to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's not stealing, teachers. It's this borrowing, is, I remember. <laughs> it is a community, right? And yes. if I am not sharing what works for me, then I'm not doing a very good job at my job. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I feel like when, you, when you're not strict about the phone, when I was in high school, it, it wasn't as desirable to go on it, you know? When kids like, you know, like, oh, they're not allowed to, they're gonna wanna reach for it more. I feel like anyway, personally, so. I agree. So. When you make something forbidden, then it's like, you're gonna have those kids that are gonna wanna test the waters and push the limits. And I think that the way you present it to them is a huge part of how they feel about it and how open they are to accepting what you have to say. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mrs. Curves. I extremely appreciate it. Are there any last words of wisdom that you would like to share before we end today's podcast? Wow, that kind of put me on the spot a little bit. I don't know if I was ready <laughs> to provide some inspirational quotes. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I love 
that there is a group of educators that are, are thinking about these things. So I, it's, I think it's exciting that we can look at things from a new perspective and grow with these kids because if we don't match that, like for them, tech is such a huge part of their world and we can't ignore it. So we have to embrace it and we have to try to stay a step ahead of them if we possibly can, or if nothing else, be willing to learn from them because they have just as much to teach us as we have to teach them. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome.